As we head into this holiday week, we wanted to reflect back on what has happened over 2020. It's been a crazy ride this last year with all the uncertainty and things happening and the world changing. And so Sean, Cannell, and myself decided that we wanted to give you what we've learned in 2020. My name is Heather Torres, and I am the host of the Think Marketing Podcast. And if you're new here, I want to welcome you. We release a brand new episode every single Tuesday. So if you are new, make sure you subscribe wherever you're consuming this content from. Now, like I said, 2020 has been a roller coaster, but there are some great lessons that have been learned over this time. And as leaders, I think it's really important that we reflect on what we've learned. So grab a journal because this one is five lessons that I've learned over 2020. And I'd love to hear from you in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube or in the Apple review if you are listening on podcasts. And let me know what are some of the lessons that are takeaways for you. Well, this episode is also brought to you by our Think Masterclass. Over this holiday season, if you have an extra hour of time for learning, which you should be putting on your calendar, make sure that you go to thinkmasterclass.com so that that you can get the three lessons to YouTube success, all of the changes that have happened on YouTube over this year, and how you can succeed if you're starting or wanting to grow your YouTube channel this next year. Sean Cannell, the CEO of Think, does a phenomenal job in this hour class to help you grow and succeed on YouTube. All right, let's get into today's featured conversation. Heather, I'm excited to talk about five lessons you learned in 2020. I mean, 2020 was a crazy year and um, a lot of challenges, a lot of things none of us have ever experienced before, none of us could have ever predicted. Um, personal issues, business issues, family issues, cultural issues, election issues. But I know that our theme at Think Media was really how do we adapt, how do we pivot, and really what are the lessons that we can learn for good? How can we see the positive perspective and use hard times to potentially create momentum in our businesses and our YouTube channels? And so you have five lessons. And the first one is change is the only constant. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Change is the only constant is to me, it just means that every time you feel like you're in a flow, every time, you know, you think, okay, this is the way we're going to do it. We need to change because change is the only constant. And if you live in that world, if you just know that what happened yesterday probably won't happen today, or just knowing that, um, that there's always going to be something changing and never living in the, well, we don't do it that way, or that's not how we've done it in the past. And you live in the expectation of what's to come, then you have the opportunity to see it as, as an opportunity and not as a disadvantage. And so I think it's really important in 2020, when we look at everything that happened, when, you know, our business started to really change in March, that we looked ahead and we said, what can change? You know, um, who needs our help? How can we help them better? How can we lean in more into what we offer here at Think? And I think that knowing that change is always gonna be constant is key. I, I feel that in my own personal life too, raising three kids, homeschooling them. You know, it's, and you're a new dad, so it's almost like week to week, 
something is changing with him, right? And so even when you think about, okay, I've got my parenting going right, uh, I'm really synergizing with this child and this child, and then this kid does something, right? And there's always going to be change. And so I like to just live in the expectation of not in the uncertainty, but just in the belief that it's going to change and that change is a positive and not a negative. And what are some of the changes that we made at Think Media? You know, ones that sent out to me that, you know, crisis has the opportunity to reveal potential weaknesses or areas that we could strengthen in our business. I think it caused us to tighten up our communications, Mm -hmm. especially because now we had to communicate. We were already remote, which was a blessing, but we had to communicate at another level. So we started to communicate more with each other, with our community. We started new things. What are some of the changes that you think were positive at Think Media that even people could apply in 2021 maybe to their businesses? Yeah, I love how you said number one was communication. I think that is huge. Whenever there's change, it's not communicating once, it's continual communication. So one of the things we did at Think is we always kept the goals in the forefront. We were really talking about not just the challenges that were happening, but the successes that were happening. And so I think being able to communicate between teams, between people, um, we were also really, uh, like you said, we were adding new things. And as we were adding new things, it was developing more in communication, allowing for our team to have some mental time, but also to keep them focused on what the end goal was. And so I think another thing that changed too was we went deeper. We're going to talk about this in the next one, but we went deeper even more so than we had before by using the technology that was in front of us. And we actually onboarded some additional team members during this time. So that was a change. Um, We also onboarded different systems so that we could communicate better and allow for our team to move faster with the things we were doing. I love that, which is number two, a lesson you learned from 2020, which was prioritize people. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I think a lot of times when you're put into a stressful situation, uh, this is my personality at least, uh, when I'm put into a stressful situation, I sometimes like to guard myself, but that actually means pushing people away and I go insular. And I think one of the lessons that I really learned in 2020 was the idea of allowing people to be the priority. So I was putting more time in, taking the focus off of myself and putting the focus on the people that mattered most to us, which was our families. And then beyond that, our customers, you know, helping them realize that even though the world is changing and things are crazy, that they still had the opportunity right in front of them. So just bringing that reminder back to them. So it was our families, our customers and our community. I think it was really important that, you know, we've been able to foster a very active online community. And so keeping them active rather than watching the news all day, watch some Think Media videos. You know, the idea of putting your priorities still in place and not backing down from that. And I think by being able to prioritize people, 2020 for me was a growth year. 2020 for me, while it was a challenging year, we also just went deeper as a team. We went deeper into our family. I know in yours, you said, you know, you had more hikes with your wife than you ever had before. Same with our family. We really had a lot more uh, family time together. And I think the last part too, was really honing in on our network. 
Uh, we love to travel. We like to go to different conferences and events. That wasn't necessarily happening this year. And so it was really making sure that we were setting aside the right time, especially for me, to network with the people that were important to me. So making sure that I was checking in or that I was you know, getting on a Zoom coffee date with a friend or something so that I could still continue to grow my network. And one of the things we did this year was we hosted a few different challenges. And I think what that brought uh, to our community was the ability for them to network with each other. We also hosted Grow With Video Live this year, which was all digital, and that allowed people to connect and network with each other as well. So just allowing for different opportunities for people to be your priority when you take the focus off of yourself and you put it towards helping other people, I think that that can actually enrich your life more. Man, I love that. And that's something we could all learn from. It Just like you, it's easy when times are hard and when the news cycle is so toxic and when things are so crazy to want to hide under a rock. Mm -hmm. It's like, come on, let's, let's like Netflix, Ben and Jerry's, let's lock down. Um, but people, we need each other mm -hmm. and we need encouragement. Um, and one of the things I tried to adopt was the role model mindset and just thinking about who needs me to be strong or who needs to be encouraged. One of the best ways they say to like build good friends is to be a good friend. Mm -hmm. And so I know in 2020, we maybe wish we got encouraged more or got text more or got, you know, somebody in our Instagram feed encouraging us more. But the question is, how can we potentially prioritize people because people matter most? And I love that so much. Number three is overcome paralysis by taking massive action. Tell me about this lesson. Yeah, I think uh, by having the leadership in our already in our company to be able to take massive action. A few things we do here at Think Media that I think everyone should do is we write down our goals consistently. We always have our goals in the forefront. And when it's taking massive action, you know, it kind of goes back to the idea that when change can happen or uncertainty can happen, that paralysis can start to set in. You don't want to make videos. You don't want to write the next script. You don't want to connect with people. You really are working on um, yourself rather than thinking about, well, what what is the opportunity in front of us? And I think one of the things we learned in 2020 is we already had everything we needed. We already had the cameras. We already had the gear. We already had the internet connection. So why don't we start doing things? Why don't we start taking more action? And you know, our plans changed. We had no challenges on the calendar for 2020, but when it, when the lockdown happened, when things started to go sideways in the world, we thought, okay, well, how can we bring people together? What do we have access to? And so I think about overcoming paralysis by taking massive action really means writing down what do you already have in your possession that you could be using as the tool to do the thing you want to do. So if um, if you if you had you know you were laid off your job or you were just in a, in a position where you weren't able to work well, let's make some videos, you know? And I think that was a big part of it. And for me, taking massive action was sticking to the things that I knew were great, like my routine in the morning, like my routine at night, like my um, dates with my kiddos, right? Like still making sure that the things that mattered most to me were still happening and I was putting more time and energy into those things. Man, that's so powerful. And I think about like literally the physics law of objects in motion tend to stay in motion and objects at rest tend to stay at rest, the law of momentum. And when we had the government and potentially uh, governors, potentially your job, or just different things that maybe caused things to come to a halt, our economy came to a halt, maybe your business came to a halt, 
It is up to us. Momentum's hard to build, but it was up to us to actually create momentum, to keep momentum going, to maybe potentially double down on working twice as hard, but to overcome paralysis by taking massive action. And I think that's something that think marketing community, ask yourself, um, what do you need to take massive action uh, on? Stop pondering and start posting. Um, start start just leaning in. Massive action. An- action is the antidote uh, for reaching your goals. You gotta actually just step out, punch fear in the face, punch perfectionism in the face, press record, go live, build your business, even though it's scary. And if you're waiting for certainty, you'll be waiting your whole life. So good. It was such an uncertain year. We had no clue what was around the, the future. I remember those Zoom meetings with the team and stuff, and I'm just like grinning, baring my teeth. I hope this works. I hope we're meeting in two weeks. I hope things keep going. Yeah. But we just kept taking action, and we kept um, moving forward. And I love that lesson. And uh, I think that's an important lesson all 2021 when we're going to encounter many more challenges, probably similar to 2020. Mm-hmm. All right, number four. Obstacles breed innovation. Tell me about that. Yeah, you know, I think being open to, uh, I'm kind of repeating the same thing, but the idea of just being open to innovating in your company. You know, I, I loved um, when the, I didn't love when the lockdown happened, <laughs> don't hear that, but I loved seeing the innovation from different businesses. You know, uh, someone we know was a um, was talking about in her community, she had a spin instructor. They owned a gym. Well, all gyms were closed. So what did she do? She started leasing out those the gym equipment to the people who used to be in her spin class and she was doing them online. So the idea of still staying innovative in your company when you have something coming up against you, an obstacle coming up against you, what are the other opportunities? How could you pivot your plan to make an impact in your business? So I think 2020 really taught us that we have the opportunity to see the obstacles that are in front of us and then collaborate and come up with new innovations. And I think that the Think Team did a great job this year really thinking about how can we innovate in our business? You know, we really took the content we were making to heart. Like we really focused on, well, what's gonna drive the needle? What's gonna help people the most? And we really went back to the basics. And a lot of times in innovation, you think it needs to be the new, cool, flashy thing, but really what it could breed is the idea of innovating within the restraints of going back to the basics. So good. Think marketing, ask yourself, how can you innovate even in the midst of maybe tough times or maybe if one door is closed, what potential other doors have opened for your YouTube channel, for your topic? I love the story from this year of Canlis, a restaurant that's in Seattle. And of course, restaurants got crushed. They got completely shut down. So now they're no longer able to have their main way of earning money. And when Canvas was, uh, Canlis was forced to lock down, they started three new businesses. They started a morning delivery or rather pickup bagel business so people could drive through. They'd have kind of right out front of their restaurant. They'd still use their kitchen and people could get a breakfast bagel. They started a second business, was a which, which was a box lunch business. So you could, again, drive through, grab a box lunch ready to go for you. And then they started a dinner business, which was a delivery service where you would get all the things you need, including a nice bottle of wine to have a dinner prepared for you at home. And they leveraged social media to promote it. They used Instagram to promote it. And what they did during dinner was they had the live piano that you would experience at this fine dining restaurant. In fact, one of our Video Ranking Academy students is plays piano for Canlis. Oh, cool. And um, 
and uh, you would be able to stream live piano to your living room while you ate this box dinner um, during, uh, you know, with that bottle of wine and with the mashed potatoes and everything else. So a door was definitely closed for them, but they saw that other doors opened and they began to innovate. We may not see what that is now, but that's the mindset that we have to be in is, yeah, how can we pivot our plan? We're going to pivot, not panic. And uh, we've been continually thinking about that at, at Think Media. And you mentioned challenges were an innovation for us. We'd never done it before. And we'd never done it before. So we were super scary. Of course, we invest in mentors and, and courses and things to teach us how to do things we've never done. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why that went so good, because it wasn't like we reinvented the wheel. Um, but I also think about we started the Coffee with Candles show. That was an innovation by the way, inspired by probably Gary Vee, because he's just started to do a daily show called Tea with Gary Vee, Coffee with Cannell, like not super creative, but innovative for us. We started the Think Marketing Live show. Uh, we doubled down on content and really challenged, as you mentioned, Omar and Kyle and Tony and Nolan to innovate in their video ideas and to answer specific questions that matter now. Yes, People started asking different questions when culture changed. The questions changed when culture changed. And so we started to answer different questions. I love that. And I think that innovation has got to be the theme of 2021 because we're in a rapidly changing society, culture, economy. And um, it doesn't mean that you can't still survive and prosper, but you may have to be willing to change. And the speed with which you change and the speed with which you're willing to change can give you an edge because most people hate change and they don't want to do it quickly. Mm -hmm. And so the faster you can change, the better. Which brings us to number five. And you said guard your biggest asset. I'm curious, what is our biggest asset? I think your biggest asset is your heart and your mind. I think being able to guard your heart and guard your mind against the things of evil that are trying to infiltrate into you so that you aren't productive, so that you aren't giving back to society, right? So for me, one of the biggest lessons and one of the things I really uh, put a lot of focus and intentionality into was guarding my heart and my mind. So I mentioned earlier, you know, making sure my morning routine was good. Hear me. There were a few weeks where I was doom and gloom, where I thought, is this all over? Is everything we just worked for done? You know, I had that moment. And then I kicked myself in the, you know, got myself going and said, no, this isn't who we are. We, I will until, right? I can do this. I am a good leader. I can weather this storm. And so really shifting what I'm saying to myself, the internal words that were happening. Um, For me, I went deeper into prayer. You know, I'm a woman of faith and I wanted to lead my family well alongside my husband. And so we really took to prayer. Where did God want us to go? How did God want us to lead through this time? Um, Really guarding our children's heart and mind. You know, there is a lot of messages being thrown at us. And so we wanted to guard our home. What were our children hearing and how were we going to react to this? Because, you know, our children are watching, whether we see it or not, they, they see the fear in us or they see the hope in us. And we wanted to be the light of Jesus at that time. And so we made sure that we were saying positive things while negativity was all around us. We were leaning into what was good and what was great and how could we overcome. And I think that's the message that uh, I wanted to live in during the season of uncertainty. Um, Another thing we did was the 75 hard challenge. Uh, You brought this up on a Zoom meeting, said, I think I'm going to do this. And then the whole team got on board in some capacity. And it was really great that I didn't finish, but it helped me get back in the routine. It was something like drink a gallon of water, read in the morning, you know, um, get two exercises in 
we were in a season where I thought, there's no way I'm gonna get two workouts in in a day. But when I was able to go on that walk with my kids and my husband and be able to have that time with them and have some de-stress in the you know afternoon when I was doing my second workout, it really helped me to get back into a consistent routine. Our routines were thrown off. Everyone's routine was thrown off. And so figuring out what our new idea of how we wanted to lead and guide our family was really important. I think the other thing too was, um, you know, connecting with other doers was really important. I really, when I think about guarding your heart and your mind, while I do have family members who maybe disagree with some of my viewpoints and things, I love them but they weren't the voices speaking into my life. You know, I surrounded myself with other people who were seeing opportunity, who were overcomers, who were living in hope, who were um, in community together. And I think that being around people who are doers helps you become a doer. It rubs off, right? When you're around people who are seeing opportunity, opportunity becomes a possibility for you as well. And so I really kept myself and our family guarded around that and in a place where we could prosper. I love that. And I really feel like I just want to encourage the Think Marketing community that to even have permission, and maybe you feel like you don't have permission to really invest in yourself with the time and the energy. I think, I know that everybody listening to this is servant-minded, purpose-driven, and is probably a pillar of strength for your kids, for your family, for those in your life. But sometimes you can almost feel like all you do is pour out to everybody else around you. But you need to know and have permission that you are your biggest asset. Mm -hmm. Because if you're depleted, how can you pour into your marriage? If you're depleted, how can you pour into your kids? If you're depleted and running on empty, how can you put out the best content possible? So it can be hard to carve out this time. Mm -hmm. But this is something that I've been learning as somebody who likes to run a million miles an hour and sometimes just saying yes to every other task and constantly giving away. I've realized that if my mind is healthy, if my physical body, my mental strength, my spirit spiritual health, when I am taking care of those assets, I'm better for everybody else around me. Mm -hmm. So have permission to guard your biggest asset and make sure that in 2021, that there is some intentional things you build into your life because everyone's going to be better for it. Mm -hmm. When you rise, when you are healthy, healthy things grow. And when you stay healthy in your heart, your soul, your mind, you're going to grow the things around you. When you're healthy, you're going to grow your business. You're going to grow your marriage. You're going to grow your kids. You're going to grow your home. You're going to grow your finances. If you're in negativity thinking, you're going to grow negativity thinking. If you're in possibility thinking, even if you experience resistance, Mm -hmm. it's going to be contagious. Fear is contagious. So is faith. Faith is contagious, and in getting into that place of strength in your inner man, inner woman, it's huge. And so guard your biggest asset. Heather, I love these lessons, and I want to hear from the Think Marketing community, what lesson did you learn in 2020 that others could learn from, and maybe something 2020 taught you so that you can have a better 2021? Tell us in the comments, or please uh, leave us a review on the podcast, and maybe this episode or another episode encouraged you. Please share it, and Heather, thank you so much for the wisdom today. Well, those were my five lessons that I learned over 2020. It has been such a year, but I'm actually looking forward to 2021. I am definitely nervous about all the changes that are happening, but at the same time, like I said, we need to know that change is the only 
constant. Now, if you are new to the podcast, make sure to subscribe and share this with a friend. If you know someone who wants to grow on YouTube or is ready to start or grow their online business, we are here to help them as well. We cover everything YouTube as well as online business and all the marketing strategies that you would need to grow your business this year and beyond. Now, after you're done listening to this episode, I think your next action should be to go over and take our one hour free YouTube class. If you're ready to grow a business on YouTube this year, then you should watch this free one hour class over at thinkmasterclass.com. During this one hour class, you're gonna learn the three secrets to YouTube success, how we've been able to surpass over a million subscribers and how you can get views and subscribers on your channel this year with one strategy that Sean Cannell teaches. So head over to thinkmasterclass.com right now to register and get instant access to our free one hour YouTube class. Also, if you have not gone over to Apple iTunes and rated and reviewed this podcast, my request is that you do that sometime today. And we love to shout out our different listeners from the Think community. And today is from Vegas Kid Joe. He said, most helpful information. Sean Cannell continues to bring the most insightful and useful information for creators. I will surely be a longtime subscriber and listener. Vegas Kid Joe, thank you so much for being a part of our community. And for all of you listeners who have been here with us since the beginning, we just want to say thank you so much. You mean the world to us and we are obsessed with your success. So let us know over on Apple iTunes when you rate and review the podcast, how your channel has grown from the information that you've learned here on the podcast. Well, in our next episode, we go into the second part where Sean shares five lessons that he learned from 2020. You're gonna wanna stay tuned for that. He gets real, raw, and vulnerable, sharing some numbers and some big insights that he learned from the crazy year we just had here at Think. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.